Boy, now that you're in Iowa, you have to probably, with those those hot production facilities, you're really taking one for the team by turning that air conditioning off. I'm, I'm proud of you. Doing Thank one you, for sir. The show. I'm taking a hit. Yeah, you're taking a hit for the team. All good. Yeah. Yeah. How about you? Yeah. Well, I never turn my air conditioning on, so I'm not taking one for the team. I'm just life as usual for me, but that's okay. Wow. Okay. But you know what? The key to it is you've got your wonderful wife there, and she's suffering yeah. because of what you're doing, and we cannot allow that to happen for a while. No, let's get moving. So I think let's in our moving. best interest is for us to do the show. Let's go for it. Okay. All right. Ready? Give me a moment here. Hey, you're here. It's the bro show, and you're here. Wow. Hey, hey, I am. No, not you, the audience. I have to do this every okay. week. I was talking to them, not you. My name's Jerry. Oh, my name's John. Wow. Okay, oh, good. we got that done. We're good. We're all right. Yes. So, yeah, new people, uh, welcome aboard. Old people. Glad wow. to have you back. Yeah, poor guys. <laughs> all right. So, <laughs> we're going to do it. We're going to do it. And this is a show. It's got four parts to it. I can't tell you what the parts are. It's top secret. Mm. And yeah, yeah, there's there's levity involved. There's seriousness. There's excessive detail. There's things mm. that you didn't know you were interested about in. And at the end of the show, you're going to go, was I interested what? in that? Matt, yeah. <laughs> it's a decision you only you can you make. Were. Yeah. You were. <sighs> All right. Mm. So, so what's up hey, with hey. you? Well, I'm uh, relaxing here. Uh, I've got my, uh, you know, got my standard attire shirt, and I need oh. no any further than that as to what I'm wearing. You know, it is a little warm. Let's not get into the details of what we're not wearing. Let's, I think, talk okay, about what we are wearing. Which T-shirt are you wearing? Can you say? Well, I decided to break out my most recent, the Bro Show, Season of the Rabbit, uh, www.bro.show. Uh, seems appropriate. Uh, I just love looking at those rabbits playing cards. Yeah, I, so. I am also, oddly enough, without any kind of coercion or cooperation, I am also wearing my rabbit T-shirt, although my mm. rabbit T-shirt is significantly different than yours. Yep. Mine has a large rabbit on it who's staring <laughs> directly at you as Ooh. if he's just ingested several gummies. Oh, edibles. Yeah, edibles. That's right. He looks zonked. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But in, in a very subtle way, it's kind of like, is that rabbit insane? You know, but he doesn't look like Roger Rabbit on, a, on, on you know, Sugar High. This is something yeah. else entirely. I can't really say. What, well, enough of that. Yeah, we're here. Uh, yep. We have a sponsor. We sure do. Our sponsor is the Animal Legal Defense Fund. And they're 501c3. Their mission is to protect the lives and advance the interests of animals through the legal system. They do this by filing high-impact lawsuits to protect critters from harm, providing free legal advice, training prosecutors to assure that animal abusers are held accountable and strung up by the, well, we don't need that detail. Uh, wow. And they support uh, tough animal protection. And I happen to know that they have some incredible uh, collaborations uh, with the Lewis and Clark University to to build oh. up their uh, curriculum for other schools as it relates to specifics of animal legal defense, and they have they sponsor clerks 
for some of the top prosecutors all over the country. So you can get into this field. You can get the necessary experience through a variety of means. And I'm just so glad that we have them continue to have them as our um, sponsor. And most of all, best of all, is they do provide us with some swag. They do. They have swag just like we do. They do it on Bonfire. That's a, a on-demand printer of mugs and T-shirts and various other things. And, uh, yeah, you just follow the uh, links at the bottom of the show notes, and they link to uh, their merchandise. They also link to our merchandise. Our merchandise goes to the Animal League of Defense Fund, so whichever you buy is fine with us. But get yourself a T-shirt. You have to wear clothes. I've learned that the hard way, John. Yeah. You have to wear clothes. No so, more blankets. No more no, towels. Wear no. something Please. Or something, please. Yeah. <laughs> please. Okay, dude. Uh, yeah, listen, you, you know, we, uh, we, we have a rabbit story. And our rabbit story, is, it's a fable. It's a, it's a well-known one. I think it's kind of interesting. It's the tortoise and the hare. And I'm so glad that a couple yeah. of weeks ago we did a show. Uh, our animal story happened to do be with uh, the difference between a hare and a rabbit. Yeah. Important because we learned that hare... The hair can really move very, very quickly. Yeah. And so exactly. what we've got is we've got the story of the tortoise and the hare. And we know how that all works out. Where the well, uh, well, obviously a little point here, a little point here. A tortoise is not a turtle. Many people make that mistake. Oh, yeah. That's another thing. Yeah. What's the difference? Uh, animal man, real quick. please. Uh, real quick. Real quick. A turtle is very often amphibious. Uh, and a turtle is a little more streamlined. But a tortoise generally has a very high shell uh, and lives in generally arid situations, not much water, and uh, is entirely terrestrial. Oh, so they don't they don't really uh, dive into the, the water then, huh? No. Mm-mm. Oh, good to point out. No. I'm sure they could swim if they had to, but they're not built yeah. for it. And they don't do so it in other as words, a rule. So we should not expect the tortoise and the hare to be involved in a swim meet here. This will have to be that's a correct race. Okay, that, that's, that's important to know. Yes. Wow. Yeah. Well, okay. no. I think we can. Are we done? <laughs> no. Yeah, I think we're no, done. we're not. <laughs> Sorry. Wow. Go ahead. But the point being that we have this typical hare can, you know, really move fast. We got the tortoise and they both decide to get in a race. And the hare quickly dashes ahead. Sure that he's going to win because of his speed. So sure that what he decides to do is to try to kind of take a little nap and maybe kind of, you know, because he's overconfident. And sure enough, before he knows it, he has been sleeping too long, wakes up and sees that that turtle never stopped, just kept steady, moving along at its own pace, steadily without stopping, without, you know, even having any distractions. And before you know it, it's too late. And the slow but steady tortoise wins the race. It's absolutely so, true. Gee, yeah, it's uh, it's pretty exciting stuff, and there's a lot of thing we things we can learn about it. And uh, mm. it's you know taking you know don't take anything for granted. Uh, you know even when you're losing, uh, just keep on going. You just don't know what's going to happen till the till the end. Uh, That's right. And stay focused. Uh, all these wonderful traits that the that the tortoise has demonstrated, uh, we can learn by. Hard work, perseverance uh, will see you through. You will be successful. Don't you think? Yep. 
I think that's what it's all about. I think, uh, yeah, it, it's don't, you know, don't go for the flash, go for the, 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 the steady for the cash. Go, yeah. <laughs> that's right. Don't go for the flash, go for the cash. I like that. Hey, that yeah. a good one right there. Our word comes from, uh, this story and, and it, it's interesting how this is a, this can be a marketing strategy and I see it quite often in terms of investment. So what we decided to do was there's what you can have what's called the tortoise versus the hare investment strategy. And I used to uh, do some consulting work for a company called the Aerial Aerial Investments. And their whole thing, their, their model, their mascot was a turtle. The idea being that if you slow but steady growth. And so let's talk a little bit about what the difference is between the tortoise and the hare investment strategy. The tortoise, which is considered a passive investing, is an investment approach that aims to maximize returns from an investment over a longer run without, you know, in and out of the market, few transactions. So you don't bring in short-term profits. Maybe you get small dividends, but you focus on building a slow but steady growth. Active or the hair investing is one that does a lot of buying and asking in, in selling activity and they're trying to outperform the market uh and of course if you try to do that you better be careful because you might maximize your short-term profit but at the risk of of, of a high, at the cost of a higher risk so that's it uh example if you like the latest ipos or that's uh, initial perform uh, you know initial uh, offering Public offering initial public offering or high tech stocks, you're probably a hair investor. If you like to buy and hold stocks for years, you're a tortoise investor. And I got that from an article. And so that's our words. And I think they kind of fit mm. and give a good example of the, of the story. We have a two takes. It's very exciting. Yes. This is one that's been on our list for quite some time. Uh, and yes, we finally it has. took a look and we've taken a look, we took a look and said, you know, this just might be the time to do it. So what is our story? Yeah. Well, our story has to do with a board game, a board game that most people are very familiar with called Monopoly. Uh, and so what we decided to do is that we, we saw this in a documentary, mentioned in the documentary and thought, well, there's a rich history with respect to it. And it basically has become almost like a social thing that's done. And I think all of us have had an opportunity, whether we like the game or we don't, we've had an opportunity to play it, whether it would be with friends or with family. And so we decided to dive in and take a look at it. So just to kind of give you a brief sentence or two on what it is, Monopoly, it's a um, multiplayer uh, theme board game, and it's uh, players roll dice, two uh, and to move around a board, and they buy property, sell properties, develop them with houses and hotels. Players mm. collect rent. They also get a chance to, uh, and if they if they buy enough property, they can drive their opponents into bankruptcy. Uh, money can be gained or lost through different cards, uh, properties, and of course, you get a salary when you go past go. And be careful, because mm. you can land in jail. So that kind of, yeah, that that kind of uh, gives the gist of the of, of the of the game, uh, and I and I mean it's 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 provided a, a, a lot of uh, interesting moments. It it can it can be a part of the family dynamics if you if you when you play it. I mean, you learn quite often the personalities. The personalities come out as to the different types of players, whether they're conservative, 
it, 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 it's 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 very very interesting. But I think the history is where I find oh, some of the interest. Wow, this is so maybe this you can kind of give us a little bit on that. Yeah, this this actually began began began. Oh my goodness, began in 1904. 1904, and Lizzie McGee uh, started the game. And it was called the Landlord's Game. She invented it, and she impa- she patented it that same year. And right. she helped to promote the single idea, the idea of a single tax on land for a more just society. This was an idea brought forward by uh, uh, Henry George. Henry George. The Georgies. Yeah, the George. Henry George. I think I said that. Anyway, Henry George, yeah. yes. Henry George, yeah. What was his name? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. So yeah, he he had the idea, and you know he's not the only one to have this idea, by the way. And we'll talk about that maybe later or not at all. But the point is, she had it, and she wanted to illustrate the evils of capitalism. Right. People who know the game today know how crazy that is. But what happened was, she and her little crew, you know, got it going, and she was on the East Coast, and the 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 game kind of migrated. All around the east a little bit, headed west, right. came back around, and ended up in Philadelphia. And this spreads right. by word of mouth, mostly, right? This is during the Depression. By the time, you know, it really gets rolling, it gets going. In 1932, it took 30 years, but it got to Philadelphia. This guy named Darrow, um, Charles Darrow, he, out of work, unemployed. He, he's going, well, i got nothing else to do. He played the game, loved it. Decided, well, you know what? redesigned the board a little bit and he started spiffing it up and he renamed it monopoly and then it was the game we know today he went to parker brothers who mcgee had also approached and was turned down by the way he went to parker's brothers and he was turned down yes that's what's so good he didn't care he didn't care he john he didn't care he stopped hand making them and he started getting them printed up properly and sold them and Sure enough, you know, little by little, he built up a following until one of the members of the Parker family who owned Parker Brothers Games played it and said, uh, granddad or dad, I forget which, which one it was, one of, the, one of the elders of the family, he told him, you got to get this game. You got to pick this up. This is going to be big. Yeah. And he did. And the rest is history. Well, I think it's funny because they, it also shows what well, don't give up uh, steady this and that, whatever. And yeah, but what I want, what's good about Charles Darrow is that he, uh, Parker Brothers crawls back to him and they say, well, you don't remember that deal we we're going to give you? We'd like to buy the game. He says, I don't think so. New deal. I think new we're going to, we're going to work on a, work on a new deal. We're going to, we're basically, uh, we want to get a piece of the action. We want royalties based upon what you sell. Anything that deals with this game, whether it be new versions, merchandise, all of it, we want. Sure enough, that's something that the family continues to this day. To the Darrow family continues to profit from Monopoly. Mm-hmm. So I think that's really cool. But you oh, know, we've got yeah. a perfect storm here too. In a way, number one, uh, oh. Darrow is is unemployed. It's a depression time. He's got the time. So what he does is he's able to take a, a, an idea and flesh it out, like you already said. Plus. This is a great opportunity for families when they're maybe not working and, and they, they need something, a distraction from the, econ- the the dire economy that we're in during the Depression, of relaxing and playing a game. And it also has to do with money, which is at that point very important. 
So I think we've really got a lot of pieces to this that, that works, works out very, very well. Um, the other thing is that they come back and they decide to, uh, Parker Brothers decides to take Atlantic City as the, the, the means by which to come up with the names of, of the streets, which then yeah, leads a to property. It provides a model to this day when you take a look, those streets that you see on the board game, uh, you know, all those Kentucky, Kentucky, Illinois, uh, Baltic, this and that, whatever. There's Ooh, been yeah. some change in them, uh, but very little. Right. And that's also uh, an important part of it. Um, yeah. I'm also intrigued by the fact that somebody decided back in 1973 to, to come up with an anti-monopoly game. And Parker Brothers <laughs> felt that this was infringing upon their patent. And the poor guy who did it, his name was Ralph Onspach. He, uh, he spent a, a good part of a, a decade finally winning on appeals and, and, uh, and his game was considered okay. And he did not have, he did not infringe on, on, uh, Parker brothers, uh, mm. patent. So that's pretty yeah. cool too. That's cool. There's more to the story though, isn't there? Yeah. How about the, how about the competition? Uh, wow. the fam, it, it's amazing. And, about that that YouTube documentary, which you're going to link, is 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 very very interesting to to get to see the passion people have for the game. All I respect passion. I think it's All important that people have passion, and whether it be Monopoly or maybe something else, um, like baseball? And perhaps baseball. In fact, oh, wow. I was going to say uh, you could probably put up a a, a t shirt that says Monopoly is life; the rest is just details. With the game Ooh. on it, uh, yeah. I mean, there's merchandise out there, but it, it's it's just kind of nice to see that uh, there is such a great interest in it to the extent that you can win some buckos. You can win some buckos because they have a U.S. Yeah. championship based they upon uh, used to be like state champions would then go to a, a place, uh, you know, Regional. to a convention or yeah. center regionals, this and that, whatever. Now they do it all over the internet. But it doesn't stop with the U.S. championship because this no. game has been promoted all over the world using perhaps different, uh, you know, different names for streets, et cetera, so that there is an international or a world championship that's held once every four years. Almost sounds like the Olympics. Hmm. And uh, so what they are able to uh, win and the amount you win, I, I saw some some of the, these competitions are fifteen thousand. Some of them are twenty. It's based upon the amount of money that you can. That's all. That's in the the whole game. If you if you yeah. uh, counted up all the buckos, it would be. And that's what they use for the amount. And uh, I think one of the things that you say, well, championship. Oh, wait a minute. This is a game of chance. You're rolling dice. Well, there is an element of chance in the game. There is no doubt about it. But there is yeah. strategy that's uh, that has been worked up, and it's uh, and I mean the guys that get involved in in, in winning this, they they sometimes uh, have consultants and they sometimes yeah, they play have a team. team. They maybe even do some uh, intelligence with respect to opponents to see what yes. their weaknesses and strengths are. So this is a big big deal. Mm. So I was really, I you know, was you know, the coolest part, you know, the coolest part of the whole thing is the way they do it. So true to the game, they have a guy running it, the main announcer, the MC. Oh, she's like a parliamentarian. You know, he knows all the rules of the game. 
Well, there's a and rule he's like guy. An umpire. There's an umpire rule guy, but there's also a guy who who opens the uh, the competition, oh, and he yeah, looks yeah, exactly yeah, like oh, looks the, exactly Mr. like Monopoly. Mr. Monopoly. Who yeah. who looks like who? John, this is a pop quiz. Who does he look? Who's Mr. Monopoly? J.P. Morgan. You know? That is correct. J.P. Morgan, with the good old mustache uh, in the oh. high tails. He looks this really guy, cool. This guy freaked me out. I mean. He looks exactly like Mr. Monopoly. Round face, glasses, a perfect mustache. Not fake. Not fake. Absolutely real. And the clothing, 120% authentic. I was moved. I, I love the I loved the part of the film where they did the competition, which is most of the film, actually. Yeah, it is. It's pretty good. Okay, no so doubt. figurative language, John. What, how did this affect well, our culture and our language? Yeah, well, the thing is that there are there are a couple of things that are really cool that you get out of it. First thing is when I'll never forget when I went to Vietnam and they handed me this script and I, I said, "What are you doing, giving me monopoly money?" Monopoly money is a derisive term to use to when when you take a look and it's just like money that's kind of paper and it doesn't look like it's worth anything. And and quite often when you you know we're used to seeing greenbacks, U.S. currency. And if we go to a, mm-hmm. another country, all of a sudden we're given something and say, what is this, Monopoly money? I like that. That's a good one. The other one yeah. I like is uh, get out of jail free card. It's sort of like you say, hey, look, I'm going to give you a pass. I'm going to let you you're, you're, I'm going to let you get away with this right now. I'm giving you a get out of jail free card. So that's kind of a, a term that's become quite popular. And the other one is when you want to tell somebody stop, you say, do not pass go. Do not collect $200. Go directly to jail. That's like saying to wow. somebody, look, stop it. You've done something that's wrong and we're letting you know about it. And so that's those are the ones I, I come out with that I, I yeah, like. I, I, unfortunately, I've heard both of those. Sometimes you do. Yeah. That, and yeah, that, yeah, sometimes it's yeah. kind of a little bit of time between getting in jail yeah. and getting to get out of jail free car. Yeah. 1968 wasn't a good year for me. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> leave it at that. <laughs> OK. Right. Oh, well, hey, look, you know, we, we went through a lot of this just to kind of finish this up. And the fact is that in our family, playing Monopoly, uh, I know some people didn't like it. Others did. I think one of the things you learn is you have house rules. If you don't like it because the game isn't going fast enough, you can make up rules in order for it to move along a little quicker. And the other thing that we that I noticed with the game is you've always got people that are that are they're aggressive. They're obnoxious. They want to win at all costs, even to the cost. Of cheating. Yes. Family no. members are been known to cheat. Now, the tough wow. part about this game is that there's something we didn't mention, which is extremely important. It's in the film. Tokens. You have a token to represent yourself on the board. And quite often, we used to have the biggest fights in our family as to who got what token. Because we all had our favorite token. And once you saw somebody else got your token... It's just kind of blew your. It would blow your mind, and all of a sudden you're in a big argument. I want that token. So. Um, well, that was the strategy used by many people to to get you so upset you'd screw up and not play the game well. By the way. Well, yeah, or just go go away in a huff and puff and whatever. Yeah, you're right. It was it. Yeah, all, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not naming anybody, you know. But. Yeah, he had yeah. Junior after his name. Yeah, there were. Yeah, guys who that guy cut corners, you know, and. Mm-hmm. Oh well, found uh, you in inventive ways to to win that were maybe up, 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 up below the board rather than above the board. Hey, hey, you know, I I talked to Sarah about this down in Australia. She brought up a great point. 
she brought up the point that the reason that the game goes so long sometimes is because people don't know the real rules. If you study the real rules and stick by them, she said the game goes a lot faster. Didn't realize. That's true. Did you know if that? you go, I didn't. Yeah, it, it's sort of like first thing. A lot of people say, "Well, uh, mortgaging property." Uh, there's a little these intricacies that uh, that allow things to kind of unfold a lot quicker. But we know in the international competition, there's two die that are used in w w which we played with. But you can get a third di uh, dice in there, and that can maybe make the game speed along with respect to what's on that dice. So that's another thing. Absolutely. We better get going here. We oh, we got yeah, we, we, we got two groaners, and I'm going to go with uh, the first one is uh, why was the tortoise um, th that had been mugged by three snails unable to provide the details of the incident to the police? So this tortoise mugged by uh, by these three snails, he he goes to provide the details, but he's unable to do it. You know why? No, it happened too fast. <laughs> Okay, okay, that was bad. Now let's go for something worse. Oh, I liked it. I thought, I thought it was cute. I thought it was cute. It's cute. You're, you're being kind. Yeah. Okay, we're going to go with, with, with what's considered quite often the first groaner. Why did Kane's father ask, why didn't Kane's father ask him to help with the chores? Kane's father never asked him to help with the chores. You know why? No. He was not able. That is excellent. Excellent, John. Come excellent. on. Goodness. That's the original. Yes. That's the original groaner. <laughs>